Welcome to another uh, interview. This week we have got Jean Francois Major. That's right. Or, <laughs> or better off known as uh, JF. And we've got uh, my co host Carrington as well. Hey, hey, um, hey. You uh, may know JF from Tribute Games, uh, which they have recently released an incredible title uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. A game that that really hits the uh, nostalgia right to the core of your soul. It really grasps a hold of you and uh, doesn't let go. I, I can highly recommend that this is one of the funnest games that I've played uh, this year. But uh, JF, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And uh, maybe we can just get right uh, into the interview. Um, I will say before we get into all of the gaming uh, discussion... I noticed on your Twitter that it said that you were a home brewer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I keep myself busy. Yeah. I love, uh, I love surfing and I, I brew my own beer from time to time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those are like two of my, my passions. So when very- I'm not uh, working, I'm keeping myself busy. Okay. Very. So what, uh, what is your specialty brew? Like what, what do you like? Are you the uh, IPA kind of guy? You like stouts, reds? Um, I have a, like a soft spot for American wild ales, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, obviously I, I can't lie. Um, IPAs and, uh, okay. double IPAs have been, uh, my go-to the past uh, few years. Very cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's super, super cool. Definitely a niche to get into. Um, but yeah, so so you are with Tribute Games now, and you are the technical director with Tribute Games. So what is your day-to-day role with the company? Yeah, well, actually, I'm also the co-founder. So I, oh, I wear I many, many, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wear many, many hats. Like we're a, we're a small indie studio. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right now, I think we're 14 uh, at the studio. Mm-hmm. And, um, as you're probably aware, um, like most indie studios, uh, we, we need to tackle a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, tasks on a daily basis. And, and yeah, being one of the, the owners of the studio. Yeah. That, that comes with, uh, many, uh, different, uh, things like, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm programmer by mm-hmm. trade. Uh, but I also, uh, wing it as a, a business owner and, um, handle the, the day-to-day of true games and, and managing the team and, and whatnot. So, yeah, it sounds, sounds like you've got a, a lot of weight on your shoulders spread between you and the, the other, uh, individuals on the team. Um, you know, obviously being a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game itself, you know, that's such a, such a great title. Um, what was it like to get the chance to work on Shredder's Revenge? And uh, was there really any pressure going into the project for you and your team? Yeah, I, I think, well, I think the pressure really sunk in when we we first announced the game. Because, um, like, when we went into the project, like, this was always kind of like a dream project of ours. Um and you never know like what the reception will be when when you put your your project out there and after I went to see and um when we saw like the reaction it was like 
overwhelming. Like everyone was really into it. I, I think people couldn't believe their eyes that we were going back to like the original design of the turtles and uh, with an aesthetic that um, kind of yeah goes back to to the uh, how do I say this like the peak in my opinion of mm -hmm. the TMNT uh, games. Mm -hmm. So with a pixel art aesthetic, that's that's really what we, we do best. Um, so yeah, when when we saw like the recession of it, then we felt like, okay, we have this spotlight on us. We really can't screw this up because like if, <laughs> mm -hmm. if we screw it up, um, I, I told my staff, like, if we screw it up, I think we're just shutting down the studio and I'm, I'm <laughs> deleting my Twitter account and <laughs> never just shutting Twitter. Just disappearing off the earth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of... Um, care that needs to go into playing with nostalgia and um, especially with a license as big as um, TMNT um, you need to go at it with, with a lot of care so uh, it's uh, it was very stressful but also I, I might add that like part of the studio we kind of have a history with um, the turtles so we, we used to um, work a couple of us worked on um, Game Boy Advance at um, at Ubisoft, and um, we actually did a TMNT game based on uh, the 3D movie, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which was pretty well received. But uh, unfortunately, Game Boy Advance was it had very limited uh, multiplayer play, so mm -hmm. uh, you needed like some link cables and whatnot. So we never managed to do our our like full uh, vision of like what our ideal um, TMNT game would be. So uh, we also did Scott Pilgrim, uh, mm -hmm. which was a bit closer to what we were hoping to do with, with the TMNT license. And uh, we got a second go at a TMNT game uh, at Tribute. So mm -hmm. that was, that was like our time to shine and we, we really went for it. And executed it. Thanks. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me personally, like I just recently started getting into CMNT because growing up, you know, I did watch the cartoons, but it got to a point where my parents were like, "Okay, that's enough," because you're starting to like jump off of couches and stuff. Not <laughs> <laughs> <that> a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, I started like getting into like the cartoons again and the movies and stuff. So um, I did. I do remember playing the game as a kid. So what was it like trying to balance? Like, because there are so many references to like past games and stuff. So what was it like trying to balance that? Trying to bring in newer fans or mm -hmm. even a new generation of fans, even while still trying to. Um, balance like older fans that have been playing this and no team and see through and through inside and out. Right. Um, honestly, I, I don't think, how do I say this? Like we really wanted uh, younger fans to, to get into it and, and have some fun. And I think, um, I think we really nailed it with like the level of difficulty. Like mm -hmm. it's really easy to pick up and play. It's easy to drop in, drop out at any point. Um, where I was kind of afraid is like, our younger kids that didn't grow, grow up with the 87 design. Like, are they, is it gonna like gel with them? Are they gonna be into it? Cause like TMNT Rise is, is totally a different, uh, uh, setting for, for the turtles. Um, but I'm, I'm actually quite surprised to, to notice that 
younger kids actually have fun with the game. They're they're intrigued by um, the history of the turtles, and uh, I also saw a lot of uh, older gamers, um, like in their thirties, like late thirties, uh, or to like their fifties, playing with their kids, mm-hmm. and. Um, they're having like a blast where like they, they can totally share that moment with them. So um, yeah, I think, I think we like tried to like stay true to more like the older, uh, the older fans, but uh, with the hopes that they would be curious. And I think it worked out. Absolutely. I, I can't stress enough, like how fun it is just not, not just like, if, even if you like have never played or even like know about TMNT at all, like how easy it's just to get it, pick it up and play and just mm-hmm. be engrossed in it and just even get you interested in it. You guys did a fantastic job with that. Um, so hey, hats off to you and the team for that hands down. Yeah. I was going to uh, just kind of back that up. So my daughter, she's five and uh, she has sat down with me and we've put at least an hour or two into the game together and she loves it. And it's easy enough for her to be able to comprehend like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to hit this button to jump this button to, to um, fight and then uh, you know and res me whenever I get taken out by the, by the Foot Clan. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I think that you've definitely hit hit that crowd and um, given me an opportunity to play games with my daughter, which has been nice too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. One question that I have to ask because I feel like it's on everyone's mind whenever you bring up TMNT, and then this is probably one of the most important questions of the day. Uh-oh. <laughs> who's the best turtle a uh, turtle or a hero uh who's the um, best turtle yeah okay well i i have a soft spot for for Raphael. like i not sure if he's like the strongest in in the game uh but like i don't really care for for stats and whatnot like he just <laughs> mm-hmm. rocks and uh yeah i really love his moveset same, same. Raphael, dude is a monster, and I love him. He may not be, like you said, the best stats, but he's definitely a lot of fun to play with. And I think he's one of the greatest characters in that in that universe also. That's just yeah, my opinion, sure. though. I share that opinion. <laughs> thank you, thank Never. you. Michelangelo all the way, guys. You guys, you both are wrong. <laughs> I mean... You both are wrong. Honestly, I, I love what our animator did with Michelangelo. He mm-hmm. has such personality and... and uh, Shredder's Revenge. He's so unique, um, and he really stands out more than than the rest of the cast. Um, his run cycle is just when I first saw it, I was I don't know in tears. <laughs> <It was so laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, I don't know. He's he's always been my favorite, and I think it's he's got that kind of dude dude bro vibe to him a little bit. So yeah, he's always stood out to me. Um, and it's obvious, you know, for the fans that, that we love this game. We, we love it. But for you, you know, that, that has worked on the game itself. What's it feel like to get, you know, that universal praise from not only fans, but it's crit- from critics as well. Well, as I kind of said, it's, it's really a relief. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think every game that we, we tackle, we, we try to do like our, our very best. And uh, when you're you're playing with or working like on a, a license or someone else's um, property, in a sense, like 
that level of care needs to be doubled. And um, as I mentioned, like it was so stressful on release date. Uh, I, I was so <laughs> nervous because like we basically, um, how do I say that? Like hit more of like a mass market crowd mm-hmm. uh, with this game. And I don't think beat-em-ups are necessarily like a mass market uh, jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was really scared to see like what people, um, like how people would react to that. Um, that game, I, I know a lot of people probably bought the game out of peer pressure, and um, that that's those are the people that I was really scared of. Like, mm-hmm. you know, how are they gonna react? Like, if they went from maybe a AAA like God of War or Last of Us, and then they switched to TMNT, how are they gonna react to a more uh, retro mm-hmm. uh, pixel art game? And surprisingly, I think like 99% of the comments that I see, they're super positive. Everyone's just telling us like, start working on the next IP. You guys just nailed it. So that's that to me is, I know I can sleep at night now. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of of working on different IPs, because you said you worked at Ubisoft and had a couple worked on a couple IPs like TMNT yeah. before, as well as uh, Scott Pilgrim. So what's the biggest difference working for Ubisoft, working on an unknown established IP, as opposed to uh, as an indie studio working with an established IP? That's a good question. Uh, honestly, I, I don't see that there's that much difference, because uh, as I mentioned, we were working on, initially we were working on the Game Boy Advance titles, and that was a fairly small team. We were, I think, like 15 to 20 tops uh, working on a game. And um, so it, it kind of feels like uh, just our studio right now. Uh, we always kind of had that access, that direct access to uh, the IP owners. Mm-hmm. Just um, to have a discussion on like where they wanted the, the project to go and whatnot. So... Um, yeah, I'm not sure if we really had a different, like a much different experience. Um, yeah, I, I think we probably, since it's really our baby or like our, well, Tribute is our, our company. Like we, we obviously are more um, stressed out at a, like how how good the game will do. Because, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's much more personal in that sense, but mm-hmm. I don't think for it's it's been harder to work on on someone else's uh, IP mm-hmm. now than uh, than when we were at Ubisoft. Sure, I was just curious if uh, I don't know if if, uh, but it sounds like you still had a small team working on those games as well. So, you know, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess one of the things that we've been seeing in in recent gaming especially this generation is the ability to do crossplay and to yeah. um, be able to play with our friends that are either, you know, uh, pro Xbox, pro uh, uh, PS or, you know, that part of the PC mass race that I keep hearing about. I don't know much about these people, but I hear a lot about them. <laughs> um, so was it hard to implement that system into uh, your guys' yeah. baby? <laughs> um yeah for sure i I don't think we we really nailed the cross play aspect of it 
um, just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's it's limited to Xbox uh, and PC. So mm-hmm. if you bought it on Windows Store or, or Steam, mm-hmm. it works with Xbox. Um, I think there's still room for improvement. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really a, a challenge for us. And um, like one thing that people don't like necessarily understand is like if you open up cross uh, cross play that makes it really hard to like update your game because you need to make sure that all the patches line up and everything is is on par and um so like for example normally on a a steam game you could hot patch like a your game in a matter of like minutes or like hours uh or hot fix and um now, since it's cross-play, we, we need to really think carefully, like, is this going to break the whole uh, multiplayer mm. experience? So that's that's part of why, um, like, the cross-play experience is not wholly uh, open, I would say. Mm. Um, we're looking to, like, improve it. Um, there's also been some, like, uh, minor issues, or, well, probably not minor, but there's been some <laughs> issues with um how the system works um i think um because we're using epic online services in the background and uh i I think we're uh it's still kind of like at its uh how do i say this in in the development phase Mm -hmm. hasn't really been through some some pretty uh big productions so um i i think there's some some stuff that needs to be ironed out there as well. So um, it's really tough doing online play to begin mm-hmm. with and, and doing cross play is uh, another layer of uh, complexity that uh, we need to take into account. Yeah, sure. This is your guys' first uh, online multiplayer game, isn't it? If I remember right from Tribute? Um, no, we, we actually did uh, Mercenary Kings. and I uh, Mercenary Kings. Yeah. And uh, Curses and Chaos is also online. But those those experiences and like Mercenary Kings, I think, worked fairly well. Uh, but with TMNT, I, I like I worked on the system, so I'm happy you guys asked. <laughs> and I'm sorry if I go too much into detail, but go right ahead. Um, I feel like we put a lot, a lot, like way, probably too many uh, hours to try to like get this just right Mm -hmm. because we really feel like the game um needed to have this seamless co-op experience where you can drop in drop out and you can also uh combine offline and uh online co-op so you could have like two people um in one house uh, on one console play with other people online so those are like all all things that they seem like so simple uh, but there was a lot of work that went into them, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that people are are noticing the the effort uh, behind it. Hmm. Oh, absolutely! I because I feel like that's a rare thing nowadays to have not just I mean online co op is 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 the norm nowadays, but to have couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, co-ops where I could have a friend over like my dad just had a bunch of people over the other day and we just had like a video game thing with a bunch of people TMNT came in clutch because uh, <laughs> it's one of those games we could still play on the same in the same screen and everything which 
cannot thank you enough for that. That, <laughs> that is, it goes a long way to have something like that still to this day. Yeah, I was um, kind of going back to thinking the the actual uh, length of the game itself. Um, I think it took Carrington and I just for one playthrough. Um, maybe two hours, three, three hours. It's about three hours just to play through all the levels mm-hmm. and fight all the bosses. Um, but you, you guys executed the replayability in the game because you know going back mm-hmm. to collect collectibles and then alternate endings for each character. Uh, was that something difficult for the team to do to to have a game that is per se short in length, um, or, 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 or for the playthrough time to be short? Was it difficult for you guys to give a replayability aspect for people to continue consuming the game itself and continue to going back and playing it again and again? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that was uh, finding the sweet spot was really hard, and initially, I think the game dragged on a little bit more <laughs> and um we decided to like shorten some of the levels just to make it a bit more action-packed and uh didn't feel like a chore at the end of, of the day and that, that kind of goes back to um what i was saying about beat-em-ups and um them not being necessarily like a um, more mass market uh, friendly type of, of game. Um, people normally kind of evaluate uh, the level of quality of your game based on the amount of hours that you you can spend in the game, mm-hmm. uh, or actually like the how long the story mode uh, takes. And I feel like beat em ups it doesn't really uh, work out that way. Um, if your game, if a beat em up is like longer than let's say three hours, um, it'll start to feel like a, a drag. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also don't want it to be too short because, uh, yeah, people will, will complain. So mm. striking that like right balance is an art. And, and like even, even now, like we, we get some comments where people say the game is too long. Mm. And we also get <laughs> some, some comments where it's too short. So... <laughs> It's, um, I think we, we found the right middle ground, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to, um, to make it feel like you got your money's worth, uh, yeah, for beat em ups, I guess. I was going to say, I, I, for me personally, I think Carrington, you and I both started maybe like 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. playing it i thought we'd probably get through a few levels but we just kept playing and kept playing and kept playing and then mm-hmm. once we found out there's only six uh, 16 levels in the game i yeah. believe um we were at level eight or, or no yeah we were, we like, were further we were, we were further we on were more than halfway finish, point finishes and we skipped about two and we played one sitting we sat down and just played through the whole game and it was it was mm-hmm. a um yeah it was uh, right there i think it, you hit that sweet spot with it for me personally mm-hmm. yeah so i feel like this, I mean, the game itself definitely, obviously, pays so many homages, um, homages to the past arcade cabinet games. Mm-hmm. Is it possible we could see an arcade cabinet of Shredder's Revenge? Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'd love to see one. Uh, I think it would be. It would like complete the whole package. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, I'm not sure if it's a good uh, coin spender yeah, type of game, mm-hmm. um, but 
Yeah, we we actually had like quite a few people during production like ask us like, "Hey, can we make an arcade cabinet?" And uh, we even had someone like show us kind of like a sample of an arcade cabinet, mm-hmm. and um, they they really went all in with like they already had all the artwork and all that stuff. They they ripped it off out of nowhere. Um, and it really pained me because, like, we we announced at the end of the project that um, just before release that the game was going to be six players, and I really that was like a design decision that we had from the start that mm-hmm. the game was always going to be six players, and I, I really um, how do I say this? Like, I, I it pained me to know that the guy needed to like scrap his arcade cabinet and add uh, two more players. <laughs> I never wanted to tell him like, uh, well, you'll, you'll have to go back to the drawing board and add, uh, make it like a mm-hmm. X-Men arcade mm-hmm. size cabinet. But yeah, uh, it would be really cool, but I think it would be more of a, like not a mass uh, arcade distribution, but more yeah. of like a cool, um, have one in your your office type of cabinet, I guess. Let's just say, give it to the end of the year. I'm sure we'll see someone has made it somewhere. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. There's it's really surprising what people like have come up with already. There's there's a lot of people that just retrofitted their arcades with with a PC and put um, TMNT in there on mm-hmm. like CRT TVs and wow. stuff like that. So yeah, it's I, I'm convinced someone will do a six player cabinet soon. I, as we were playing it, because we played on stream uh, TMNT together, um, and the more I played, I'm like, I will pay money right now, even though I've already paid for it. I will pay money right now <laughs> to play this in an arcade. Like, I, it was just, it, it was perfect. I, I, you know, you guys nailed down that feel, and I was like, I, I need to play this in an arcade. So if it happens, just know we are ready to spend some money in an arcade cabinet. <laughs> but you have to like die quite often for us to make up for it so <laughs> okay, <fair laughs> we'll have to tune up the, the difficulty or something fair enough <laughs> do you guys have any um future plans for dlc or is this kind of yeah, a that's the yeah. magic question yeah uh, or is this kind of a one and done thing yeah well uh, we always said that if the game's a success we'd uh, consider dlc um like our main focus was really shipping the game uh, we we always kind of like dabbled with ideas, but like we never held back. So like the game that we ship is is really the full extent of uh, our vision and our mm-hmm. ambitions. Um, right now we're like focusing on on bug fixing because when you have five hundred thousand people playing your game, there's going to be some bugs that uh, are ten people then QA uh, testers haven't found. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're focusing on that. Um, and then we'll, we'll definitely uh, evaluate like DLC uh, uh, shortly. Okay. We'll be sitting here twiddling our thumbs waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JF, we, we want to thank you so much for coming on today. Really, really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule it's to my chat pleasure. with us. Yeah, man. Is uh, is there anywhere that people can find you on the interwebs? Anywhere that you'd like to direct them towards the game, towards your personal work, towards tribute? Any anything? It's time for you to give any shout outs. Uh, sure, I'm, I'm not very good with social media, but uh, <laughs> you, you guys can follow me on uh, Twitter 
at JF Major, mm. the O is a zero because okay. someone stole that name before I did. Um, and then follow Tribute Games. Uh, we have a Tribute Games Discord, which uh, I think it's just uh, discord.gg slash Tribute Games. Okay. And uh, we're reading all the comments i i try to read all of twitter which is <laughs> has been really hard um to, yeah it's really hard to follow but yeah. I, I try to interact with everyone and and i make it a mission to um yeah just be part of the conversation and, and let people uh, know that we're here to listen i i can say that you reply very quickly and that is very much appreciated <laughs> very much appreciated so yeah like i said it's been a, been a pleasure having you on to chat with us and um we are excited to continue playing uh, your game and, and future games that you guys release with tribute games so thank you awesome thank you so much yeah. and with that uh i'm gonna steal carrington's phrase here have a rad day <laughs>